you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. All right, welcome to another edition of Biggest Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. I got Zen City Steve with us. I have Simon Street also. We don't have Matt Michaels. He hopefully will be back with us next week. Uh, but we are left in good hands. And uh, you, if you listen to Wrestling Talk, you got a chance to uh, to hear him. And he joined us on this uh, edition as well. And that is Mr. Rob Bass Comedy. Yo, what's up? Rob Boss Comedy here. Comedian right, in Las man. Vegas. Las Vegas, man. This guy's a good comedian. Do some local shows. He's going to have to let us know where uh, he's at. Maybe at the end when we uh, mm-hmm. give our shout outs, um, you know, he could give us some information. Nevertheless, uh, welcome to the show. If you're watching us live, make sure you throw all your comments in the chat box. Um, in the chat box. And um, we'll feel free to get them in. Of YouTube, or oh, I should say YouTube, I should say uh, <laughs> Facebook. Uh, oh, it is YouTube, Jesus. You know, I'm thrown off because our next guest is now texting me saying, Hey, have you guys started? Yeah, we started, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Let me just tell him right quick. Yeah, jump. Yeah, jump on. All right. Please <sighs> join in <laughs> if you good. Uh, there you go. So, he should be on, and that'll be uh, our that'll be Travis. For most of you guys who've seen him, uh, he's going to be uh, joining us as well. So, anyways, uh, yeah, throw your comments in the box, <clears throat> and we will try to get in here as we see fit. So, uh, definitely, thanks for hanging out with us. All right, so while he's waiting to get in, let's um, let's go right into our intro with with three count. It's time. <laughs> Biggest bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right. And uh, here's our first one, which is AEW announces live Saturday night collision on TNT. This is from the New York Post.com. All right. So pretty much what this reads is that AEW's uh, television footprint is getting more robust. Tony Khan's wrestling company and Warner Brother Discovery announced at their upfronts on Wednesday that they're adding a live two-hour Saturday night show called AEW Collision at 8 p.m. on Tuesday begin t- on TNT beginning June 17th. The show will feature headliners Miro, Samoa Joe, Thunder Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Andrade El Idolo. Uh, this now brings AEW to five total hours of wrestling per week on Turner's Network, joining the two-hour Dynamite on TBS Wednesdays and one-hour Rampage on TNT Fridays. Now, it was, quote, we are doubling down on wrestling with AEW's collision, which gives fans two more hours every week, 
said uh, Jason Sarlanis, president of Turner Networks, and AEW's roster of talent has expanded so quickly that we felt it needed another night to bring our audience to epic rivalries, unforgettable matches, and stars they love to watch. <laughs> also, adding collision, uh, end quote, and adding collision to our programming makes so TNT will allow us to satisfy the massive demand we felt from our hardcore fans base and be ultimate compliment to AW Dynamite on TBS. So that was the announcement for that. Let me go over to Sin City. You wanted to uh, bring this up, man, the idea that uh, Collision is coming. What's your thoughts on this? Well, this is absolutely massive. Um, you know, for, for all the naysayers, for all the people that have said, oh, well, AEW's in the mud, their numbers are tanking, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're, they're talking all sorts of shit. Well, the people that actually have known what was going on have said, no, the network is very happy. And here is proof. Uh, they are not just maintaining their, their time slots. They're gaining two extra hours of live programming every single week. Uh, now, obviously, it's going to be interesting with, you know, the various uh, playoff seasons and and other sporting events that will preempt this show on TNT, um, because, you know, any any anybody who knows anything about the, the traditional sports calendar knows that mm -hmm. occasionally you'll have the NBA, the NBA playoffs, um, you know, you'll have, you know, various other things on TNT and they love that Saturday night time slot. Right. So, yeah, they're going to have to deal with some funky changes from time to time. But in any event, this is huge. Uh, there were numbers that were thrown out about, you know, uh, concerning the TV rights deal, uh, upwards of $1 billion over five years uh, to wow. AEW, which is absolutely mm -hmm. massive. Uh, now, of course, nothing is, uh, nothing has been reported as public on that uh however keep in mind aew is getting about 47 million right now per year okay wow. and if they're anywhere even in the ballpark of one bill over five that's 200 million a year four times as much as what they're getting now that is massive yeah absolutely all right, let me go over to you, uh, Simon Street. What is your what's your thoughts, man? Hearing about uh, Collision uh, being the part. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm happy that it went through. Um, I think overall, just how I view me personally, AEW is just. I feel like it was a success, and I say that from the standpoint of you created a secondary option. For not only people who couldn't get on with WWE or who were maybe overseas, now they have something viable, right? Now, as far as the Saturday, I don't really worry about whenever they have to change times because if you've grown up watching wrestling and you're 30 to 40 years old, that shit was happening all the time anyway. So that's nothing abnormal, right? They'll probably put them on a different television or whatever uh, station or something, right? But I think what is good, and, and John did mention a little bit earlier, the people that do win is a lot of the people that was on the roster that normally wouldn't get in, like, TV time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of good to see. Um, I'm super excited for them. Uh, the only thing that I still wonder a lot with AEW, and I don't want to talk too much about it, uh, but think about it. 
All right, so you got Dynamite, you got Rampage, and you got Collision now. Why not have something that is just your developmental? Now, I know you have Dark. AEW has Dark, right? And that's still like a YouTube thing. Or that's done, right? That's it's done. done. It's so done. The, some people are thinking that they're going to use Ring of Honor as a developmental. Uh, well, I mean, even so, I'm saying have something to model that so that they can get TV time, too. Because that's why I did like Dark when I was watching it. But, I mean, it, can I be ignorantly and ask you all this question? Is, is Rampage still on the struggle bus? Yeah. Yeah. So why why don't you just it, make it that your struggle bus? Okay, okay. So why don't you just make that your developmental brand and rebrand it? If you got collision, better make sure that that shit is on fire because that's the end of your television taping, right? Of the week. And if you're going up against WWE, shit, SmackDown is a period with a T most times. So you know, this is something to maybe think about. All right. Let me go right quick. And yes, you guys do see uh, Travis is on. We'll get to him. We're talking first topic, just the idea that um, Collision is now starting up in June. And then after Collision, we'll go right into the next, uh, the biggest issue about Collision and their star uh, for the show. But before we get over to that, Rob, who's with us today, man, tell us, what's your thoughts on the idea of now Collision starting up, man, another show for AEW? I don't like this. I, I love AEW, but this reminds me too much of Sunday Night Heat going back 20 <laughs> years ago. And it's like, do I care? You have the middle of the week is when you want to grab my attention. The weekend, the way I've been programmed. And yes, you know, back in the day, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, ECW would do this. ECW, if you're from New York, mm -hmm. they would have a show on MSG Network at four in the morning. It wasn't the good match. It was an, it was an Al Snow match. You know, it was a Tajiri match. And, and then they would go, and this weekend, Sabu, are you ever going to see Sabu at three in the morning? No. You're going to see Rob Van Dam at three in the morning? No. It was it was jobbers. Um, so I don't I don't much care for it, but the card looks good. They're talking about Miro. They're talking about Samoa Joe and, and that I like that. But then that kind of gives me the feeling that these guys aren't that important, that you couldn't bring them up on the dynamite or rampage. And also. Dynamite, as much as I love AEW, their numbers are dropping a little bit at a time. They went from 877 two weeks ago to this week, 814,000. So why would you end, introduce another show unless you're trying to net all of the numbers together and go, look how many viewers we got when you're taking a gross product instead of improving the two shows you have? Me personally, before I even made Rampage, I would have tried to make Dynamite the most savage show and really have it get those raw numbers. I say those raw numbers because you're not touching SmackDown. SmackDown's on Fox. It's easily accessible. The, they always make it a very electrifying show. Even if I don't like some of the storylines, they make it a very, not insultingly, they make it a colorful show. They know what they're doing with the way they present and book the matches. Dynamite is, is a show for wrestling fans. It's not targeting new people. It's targeting people like ourselves who are these continuity bound. I want to see these guys. I know I want to see a layout and a storyline. I know, but they keep slipping in numbers because of it. And now you're going to add another jobber show. And it's what it feels like. It's going to be like a jobber show. Samoa Joe is not as good as he was back in impact wrestling days. You know, he has, he's another guy. He'll have a match where he has good spots. But he's not doing banger matches that go out for a half an hour. He's not doing Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle matches. Those days are gone. 
He's there to put people over. Miro, I don't know what they do with Miro. Miro walked out in cargo shorts. Miro was supposed to be God's champion. Why is God's champion walking out in cargo shorts? Okay. <laughs> Why is he a goddamn nerd? <laughs> hey, I would to go home and have sex with my beautiful wife. No, you're not because she was banging Bobby Lashley. The last time we saw her, you put her in blackface and had her like, you know, suck facing Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And then they put her in the, you know, the Wakanda hairdo. It was it was racist as all hell. But that's the last time we saw CJ Perry. Lana, whatever the hell she's going to come out as. So unless he comes out and redoes that old WWE gimmick, I really don't care about Miro because he's got nothing to wrestle for. Unless you're going to have Collision use all the Ring of Honor belts. And then is it basically Ring of Honor 2.0? Like, is it the second Ring of Honor show? I don't know yeah. what they're going to do with it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, I'll tell you this, Travis. It's definitely been a very different uh, tone from these guys, uh, you know, now that you're here because they – I. These, these guys were all pro AW and now they're saying, you know, I don't know about, I don't know about this, you know? So just quickly, Travis, cause we want to talk mainly about the next topic. When you heard about that, they were creating this next show. That's about to, uh, you know, start on the 17th. What was just your first quick thoughts on that? Quick thoughts. Come on. I got to catch up with everything. Where am I at today? <laughs> I'm in fucking Hershey, Pennsylvania. And of course there's no internet service. That's why I'm late everyone, but it's always good. To be with the boys who are bad from Vegas. There you go. Hopefully, uh, you guys are buying tickets to the uh, fan fest next week because I heard there's four tickets for forty bucks. I'll give you forty. I'll give you fifty bucks. Here, bring a friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so much to digest here. To uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Sounds like he's from New York. That's a plus. Um, yeah. Rob. Uh, last time we saw uh, C.J. Perry, that would be two weeks ago behind uh, Selena Vega's parents in the second row of uh, Backlash. That's the last time I saw uh, 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 C.J. Perry. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, develop, uh, um, uh, Simon said something about uh, an AEW developmental show. I thought that was called Dynamite. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well. <laughs> wow. he, he, he ain't even progressively tiptoe up to this shit he just where, goes right man. into it where, where do we go oh man so here, here here's the situation i i forgot the name of the was it lean on me morgan freeman where he was the principal and and tried to clean up the school that's standing yeah. the liver is that standing the liver that was lean on me lean, on, lean me. on me all right yeah so um that's how i feel tony khan should do because Morgan Freeman didn't come to the school and say, hey, we're going to split half of the school and you guys are going to only go to school Monday, Tuesdays, and the other half are going to go to school Wednesday, Thursdays. You know, he went in and he raised some hell and cleaned shit up. Tony Khan wants to be everyone's fucking friend and say, hey, guys, I'm going to go to fucking uh, Discovery and see if I can get a new TV show. And you guys who don't like everyone, you guys can go work Saturdays. Come the Come on, dude. Like. At this point, everyone wants to be like, oh, they're three three years in. They're doing great. No, they're not. No, they're not. You can't bank one night in Toronto and one night in, in, in London and say this company is doing well. And I hate to come in here and just be negative, but let's, facts are facts. I, we're going into this next topic for a reason. Because as an owner, you don't let what happened the past few days happen and force your, you know, force you to look silly. Collision, like I, I can't even say it's good for them. You know, 
as as was mentioned, the dynamite numbers are tanking, and I'll I'll give them the credit and say the past month has been in in NBA NHL, but where are we going next month for dynamite? You know, where are we going with these numbers? Rampage is not even like at this point, like Rampage is competing against Wow or Impact or or New Japan as far as ratings. Um and and for for collision, I mean Saturdays at eight p.m. What's happening? Like when this show starts going in July and August, like we're getting into college football Saturdays, we're getting into UFC. I mean, I mean they're walking straight into UFC owning a Saturday. They're walking straight into WWE owning a Saturday. So that's two Saturdays a month that are already owned by other entities. Um, don't let there be a boxing event on that third Saturday of the month. So I, I, I feel bad for the talent who got stuck on that show. Now, yes, I'm going to say they got stuck on that show. And if you look at the flyer and if you look who's on that flyer and you put the, you know, connect all the dots, you see why those people on that flyer are on that Saturday show, you know, and yeah. it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, so with that, let's jump right into our count two. And this one is that AEW Collision debut backup plan if CM Punk issues aren't resolved. So just to get everybody caught up right quick, uh, this is just from WrestlingInc.com, and it's just one, uh, just a couple of paragraphs. It just says that, um, of course, according to Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer, uh, that they do have a backup plan in place at the United Center booked which, of course, is in Chicago, Illinois. But if there's no punk, then Daly Place in Jacksonville, Florida, Florida is likely an option. Now, it says, in Daly's Place, people have been told it's the backup plan. For over a month, it seems all but certain that punk was on his way back to AEW programming. He hasn't appeared for the company since All Out last September when he defeated John Moxley to become AEW world champion for a second time. And unfortunately, the event immediately took a backseat to what happened afterwards, a backstage brawl following Punk's incendiary comments during the post-show media scrum directed at the elite and others. Now, over recent weeks, uh, things look to have improved between all sides. Punk and Chris Jericho reportedly had a reasonably uh, reasonably successful meeting. Then this week arrived, and amid rumors about AEW status, Punk was removed from promotional materials for Collision, reportedly due to an issue involving Ace Steel's status with the company. Going from the United Center and a potential Punk return to Daly's Place, and no such return would be a gut punch to many fans. And uh, that said, there's still time to sort this out. Okay. Uh, I mean, let me go right back to you right quick. Um, Travis on this, cause you brought this to my attention. Uh, so what is, so what are you hearing about? I, I was really confused. Why, why is punk looking like he's, there's a chance he's not, is it really about a steel or is it something that something else that's caused him to not maybe show up at this event? Well, I mean, since it's a company that's based on hiring your friends, I would have to assume that it it is about a still. Okay. You know, and logically, I mean, well, not logic, but AW to logic. Why couldn't he bring a still in? I mean, I you know there there's a part of the incident that 
I guess none of us are ever going to know because there's a legal aspect to it that I guess won't won't speak about it. Yeah. So it it just it's just I I I mean I was baffled. You know, you know, the, you, you read something where it said uh, Punk had a successful uh, meeting with Jericho. Yeah. And I think the only thing that was successful about that meeting is that he was able to go backstage to WWE the next day and have some catering real quick. Oh. Um, because that took up the, uh, the, the the story of the week of, of that, that meeting and, and so forth. Um, I, 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 I'm just baffled. How, how do you have all of this, uh, this stuff from... Uh, all the promotional packages and everything made, and then literally at the very last minute, it was pulled. Whether it's pulled Monday evening or Tuesday morning, yeah. You know how does that look? How, like really, how does that look for AEW? How does that look for Tony Khan? It's like I, I don't know. I mean this this isn't this isn't a Sunday afternoon football game, and you find out late Saturday night that your quarterback, you know has a you know finger injury and he can't play so you pull him very last minute like right. you you're you're trying at this point they're not even tr- you can't even be you can't be number 1 you can't you should just be a very successful number 2 a very you know reputable very marketable number 2 and it seems like they're even struggling at doing that at this point i i think they had it last year mm-hmm. i really do you know i mean yeah I, I sent you guys something of uh, ticket sales for Monday Night Raw last week in North Carolina compared to ticket sales for Double or Nothing in Vegas. And a random Monday Night Raw should not be outselling a pay-per-view for AEW. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've lost it. And it seems like a lot of the downfall ratings and, and, and hardcore fans of AEW kind of slowly moving away started when all this punk stuff started and you know what? Is, it, is it really worth it is this guy really worth it you know i i need AEW fans to tell me this i need tony khan to tell me this is he really worth all of this that's going on right no. now well i'll tell you what i tell you what let me read john's statement and then i'm gonna go right over to sin city steve and then over to rob John says on here, it says, what a surprise. Another issue in pro wrestling was CM Punk being somehow involved, whether it's ROH, WWE, and now AEW multiple times. The company is different, but CM Punk is the common denominator in every situation. The guy is cancer. Time to eliminate the cancer. Sin City Steve, we know you are a fan of the product. What is your take when you when you hear about all this taking place as a fan? I mean, what do you think? So the, the thing is, yeah, it's... Uh... He's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just answer your question directly, um, Travis. It he's not worth it. He's not worth the uh, you know the bullshit that he heaped onto the company previously, um, and then he's not worth the uh, you know the last minute decision to completely just fuck over what should have been one of the best days in your company's history. Yeah. Quite frankly, the, the WBD upfronts should have been a, a landmark day for AEW. Um, and it wasn't the only thing that people remember other than collision itself is the fact that CM Punk is CM Punk. And 
as as John so eloquently said, he's pulled this shit everywhere that he's been. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it I, I'm sure that there are things that that are going on that nobody on this panel knows anything about um, and whatever the situation is. But just piecing things together and the knowledge and events that have been um, that have been documented, yeah, the guy is a cancer, and it's it's ridiculous at this point. Um, you cannot continue placating this guy. Um, I mean, Ace Steel, fucking seriously. If anybody <laughs> deserved to lose their job from Brawl Out, it was Ace fucking Steel. Give me a fucking break. Rob, I'm going to go right over to you, man. I mean, you're a fan of the product as well. I mean, so I was at the I was at that uh, double or nothing we won. And we don't know about the scrum. I'll be honest. I never paid attention to a wrestling media scrum until then. That was the first time I really paid attention to it. I mean, they have it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're boring as hell. I lost. But next time I will win. Back to you. And it's like, okay, like, oh, all right. So I'm watching this after the fact. I'm like, oh, this happened after. Okay. W- why is he, is this, again, and you ask the question, this is like, are you a mark? Is this kayfabe? Is, he, is this a work? Is this a work him bitching about stuff going on behind the scenes? And then you look at Tony Khan's face. I'm like, oh, it's not. Because Khan is like, yo, you're calling me out in front of everybody. Dude. My understanding, and this is me, you know, looking at wrestling like a, like a fanboy, is just you won the match, fanfare, confetti, go take a shower. I don't need you talking smack about your company because you're the face of the company. This is why I don't like what WWE did by having two world heavyweight belts. You're the face of the company. You're one company, one guy. So when you call out the guy who's paying you, You make him look like a jackass. You make yourself look like a jackass. Even if you do have beef like that, you don't air that. You don't air that because you lowered the stock. And now what do we have to do? We have to go out there a day later and go, you know that big storyline that we built up to in this big match and this big win and the guy came back from injury and uh, yeah, we had to cut it short because he's got an attitude problem. So the guy throws a tantrum and screws over the company. And I'm like, why, why would I want to be invested in this? Because it's going to break off viewers. And he, and he wasted a lot of people's time. And, and I got the feeling from this I, with how quickly they brought back the elite. I didn't feel like it was them. Because they had, to, they had to give it some space and they give it some air. But you wasted a lot of time. You wasted technically four different belts. You had the trios belt and then you had that belt. You wasted... You wasted everybody's time as a, an employee. You mm-hmm. wasted everybody. You put everyone's job at risk when you do that. That's selfish. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, had a, I had a beef with a coworker. They said to me, dude, this is a business. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do that at a crappy retail store. You certainly can't do it <laughs> when you've got a million jobs, a million viewership on the line, right. and you're not going. You, they broke the million viewership like a year and a half ago. And they can't get past 800,000 now. You can't afford to be that petty. Squash it behind the scenes. So then what they do to try to, you know, put some shine on it. They had MJF do that where he cut that promo where he was cursing at the scrum. Okay, that's funny. But you have to have a 25-year-old guy try to put some shine back on your company because a veteran 
who should know better screwed it up a few months earlier? I don't understand that. I don't so, get it. Let me ask uh, Simon Street. What do we? What, what do we? How do we move on from here? Where do we go from here? I mean, we got a situation. We got a show. It's still going to happen. Uh, look like the venue might end up changing now, being in Florida. Uh, you know, instead of now, uh, you know, being in Chicago. How do we fix this and and move on to start rebuilding to make AEW what it should be? Well, first and foremost, sometimes, actually, if I'm being honest, most times you can't fix anything and move forward. Sometimes all you can do is just move forward. And I say that because it's still that three million contract. You got to eat that shit. Plain and simple. You played yourself. And we all been talking about it. And, and don't get me wrong. I believe in the AEW product. That doesn't mean I agree or believe in the way it's run. We all know we're going to sit here and talk about the cancer that is CM Punk. That is obvious. But you also have a chronic condition called Tony Khan. There's been tons of people who have started great companies, started great companies, but it came to a standpoint where it's time for you to step away. Dixie Carter. And let the, I was just about to say, you read my mind and you need to let other people run it. People who are qualified to run it. If you truly believe in that product. It's not the case. Tony Khan. Now, obviously, either for you and I'm going to keep it real hunted and real street. Either you are truly a bitch because that's what you look like in your own company. And you had CM Punk dog you out and you cut his check. Nah, that's bullshit. You get what I'm saying? So either you pretending to be a bitch or you are a bitch. And I'm saying it just like that. And I'm sorry I got to put it to you, bro, because I believe in the AEW product. You're going to run it into the ground. Doing these senseless decisions. Who's tugging on your coattails? Who? Because it ain't nobody that I could think of. I just want to say I'm going to send this to Tony Khan because he's headed to Vegas this week, and I hope he comes and kicks your ass for calling him a bitch. Oh, bring it on. Bring it on. I you know what I'm going to do? Bitch, the way you described him, he's a cuck. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Tony Khan can find me. Ain't, 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 ain't no problem. At the end of the day, I tell you what, after I have a, a nice little discussion with him, I will let him know, why are you wasting your energy on me? You should be a, uh, uh, wasting your energy or devoting your time and learning how to develop a board of people who can hold you accountable because you are out here and we all say it. You want to hire all your friends, right? Okay. You advertise that you attracted CM Punk and his shit. You, you attracted that long time ago and he ain't the last person. There's going to be some other cancers that are coming to your organization. And why? Cause you like, Oh, we all friends. We all good. Nah, bullshit. You're a businessman. Act like it. Act like it. But Have is it he? be structured. Well, he presents himself that way. His dad is. I don't know about him. I, I always looked at him as the kid with a lot of money because when AEW came out, it was Cody Rhodes was the face of the company. They had Cody Rhodes in the suit saying, mm-hmm. I am a student of pro wrestling. I watch tape when I have free time. I When they did the Jericho promotion where Jericho asked for the job, 
He didn't even ask. He came in with his with the with the hat where he was. Uh, I forgot that promote uh, that persona he had. And he said, I'm saving your company, Cody. I'm going to build the company on my shoulders. OK, he didn't go to Tony Khan. He went to Cody Rhodes because that's the way they sold it. When Cody Rhodes left, Tony Khan did the Forbidden Door thing. And that was cool for a little bit, you know, a little while. But then you left it with this guy and the guy looks like he's coked up every time he cuts a commercial. And I'm like, OK, cool. That's some energy to him. But when they said he's got a big announcement, that wasn't a big announcement. OK, guys, we've got a new show and we're going to be in Canada. OK, and. And there was nothing else. I'm like, that's not a big announcement. When he came out with Shivani and interrupted Impact Pro Wrestling with the with the with the heart sunglasses and he, and he looked like he just hit a bump, cool. And bumps for him are different things than they are for every other person in the wrestling industry, and that's fine. <laughs> but then you have to have something to talk about, you know. Don't get me wrong. When Triple H opens up his mouth, I want to hit him with a baseball bat. He's so boring. But this guy, at least Triple H, has something to say. Kind of. This guy has nothing to say. At least when when Hunter comes out, at least he looks like a professional. He's not wearing an NXT jacket or a lovely WWE hoodie. You know, he's coming out in a suit. Tony's got that that Jaguars jacket he always wears. And, you know, it's like, okay, who sent the uh, production assistant out? Who sent the writer assistant out? But that's bad. Too, for Triple you know H. How are you going to come out and run into the ring posts and jump on the on the, on the the posts and, and get all amped up wearing a, a, a you know, a, a, but it's a, something, a, a suit? It looks stupid. You look but like it's something guy. you remember, though. That's the thing, you know. And w- when he does it, you kind of remember what he says or whatever, you know, it looks stupid, but at least he's not looking coked up stupid. You know, we, 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 we all know, uh, I'm, never, I'm not, never mind. I don't want to. Hey, but sorry. You know what the bad thing I, is? You, yeah. I, I was just going to say, you know what the bad thing is, is bad coke. You, get a, you other than a bad coke, you can get away with being coked up shit. Half of these damn execs are fucking coked up or are popping something. But uh, and will solve even, that problem. It, it's true, but you can also get away with not dressing the part, right? But the problem is, is your history and your track record, which already is lacking there of experience. Okay, I'm sorry. I did some research when AW first started off. There's not much to do in this, right? And then when you do have an opportunity to actually add something to your resume. You have these horrible, horrible blunders. And it's consistent now. It's more consistent than the successes you have. You got to, I'm telling you, it, it sucks to say this, guys. There will one day not be AEW around. And I'm, I'm just being honest. And I'm enjoying it for as long as I can. But it won't be because of the talent. It uh, won't be because they're going against WWE. I've got a thought about that. Hey, okay, hold on right quick. Simon, do you mind just for yeah. the sake of time that we uh, just drop out of the the count three? Not oh, of course. I, I thought that we were going to do anyways. Oh, this is oh, okay. Hot. Let's right. stay on this shit. Yeah, because um, I also because I, I feel one, like I feel like Vince McMahon on the Chris Jericho podcast. Yeah, I want to say keep going. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> best mustache ever. But then that. But then after I hear, I want to know what pussy is he eating for his mustache? Oh my god! Like that. What? Where did we come from with this? Oh, god. 
The mustache. It's Linda. the second time we talked about it. Hey, it's Linda. Ask, That's the Linda effect. Let me just ask you three a question. And when I say three, I'm talking Rob, Simon Street, and Sin City. I hear what you guys are saying, and not so much Sin City, but the other two, about Tony Khan and how, I mean, we're, we're beating him down right now. But on a wrestling talk, you guys are all about what you're seeing on TV. It's great stuff. I mean, we're beating down on what WWE is presenting and we're loving everything that we're seeing on AEW. So what is the conflict here about when we have on one aspect, he's, he's, he's coked up. He's, he's inexperienced. He's, he's, a, he's, he's, he's got all this money. He doesn't know what he's whatever. And on the other side, look what he's doing. He's great. He's got great storylines. The wrestling's great. You both said dynamite was the best show this past week in wrestling. Just yeah. help me figure out, <laughs> Travis. Don't lose your mind. This is what this is easy. Did. Was this I not clear? Was yeah. I not clear when I said hey, okay that it's about how his company is Correct. run? Yeah, you can have a great cast, but a shitty director. We've seen tons of movies that's like this. Okay, listen to him. Come on, I'm pointing seriously. Because on my screen, he's above me. So <laughs> seen a lot of Bro, seen a lot of Brazzers movies. <laughs> Or the acting is horrible, but the action is great. <laughs> and, and, and so that's the thing is, you know, we can talk all day long about creative and, and whether we like storyline A or storyline B. But the fact is how a company runs behind the scenes is, is separate for me when it comes to the show that I'm watching. Okay. The show that I'm watching is what's entertaining me at the moment. I'm not sitting there like fucking around with my phone. Like, Oh, I wonder who's going to be the uh, fucking causing backstage shit. I don't, I don't fucking deal with that. I, I watch the show that's in front of me. If I enjoy what I see, then I enjoy what I see. And then I talk about it and I say those things, but yeah, I, you have to make a separation if you're looking at it from an entertainment perspective. Hmm. I think I like impact wrestling, but impact wrestling if you notice how that works, remember when Dixie Carter hired Hulk Hogan and she had that that big media scrum about it, that big that big press conference. And then two years later, there you have Bully Ray throwing her through a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right. was their way of saying you kind of put us in the wrong direction. And now we're back at a bingo hall. We had 10,000 seat arenas. We were at the Orleans with Rampage Jackson. And now we're at a bingo hall because you're a fucking ass. You're going through a table, bitch. And they put her through the table and you never saw her again. And I and I said that to you know I said that to my father I said to, you know to my other friends I said how did this happen they had decent sized arenas yep. that they were playing to no it was sure never going to be bigger than WWE how did they go from being on the hunting channel like you know at two in the morning <laughs> TNN and yeah the, the, it was really, no it was called, it's called Prospect America. and the show that came after it was just a dad with his five blonde blue eyed daughters hunting bears out in Utah. And I'm like, this is what followed you. How did you get this bad? When Mm -hmm. I went to the Samstown taping for Impact Wrestling, the front row was empty. There were, you were there. There were three seats open in the front row that were empty. And a guy, this old Mm -hmm. man was sitting there. He put his notebook on one of the chairs. We thought he was saving a seat. So the camera crew came to him, stopped recording, ran around, and then started recording from the other side to make it look like it was a continuous taping. And I went, Jesus Christ, are you fucking kidding me? That you can't fill Sam's town. How did this happen? How did this happen? They don't even that have money. Bad. I mean, uh, 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 Joe Hendry, 
broke his nose at an impact taping. He doesn't even have enough money. His nose is still broken. It's shifted off to the left. They just wrote the storyline that it shifted off to the left. They can't even, you know, fix their talent's broken nose. I think this is what's going to happen with AEW. AEW is going to be like a dying star. When a star dies and it doesn't go full Nova, it goes into a little white dwarf. It's always there, Mm -hmm. but it's not dead. It can't die. AEW will never leave. It will just be a shell of itself, just like Impact Wrestling. That's what's going to happen. And you'll have somebody cutting a promo like Kurt Angle did going, hey, I hear TNA's hiring. Hey, I hear AEW's hiring. Go over there. We don't need you on NXT. Tony Khan needs to be a Steinbrenner and not a Steiner. No, Steinbrenner is a bad example because Steinbrenner made the Yankees terrible in the 80s because he kept getting involved with all of the purchasing choices and the management choices. And when Steinbrenner let Buck Showalter in 91 take over the team, he built the team that Joe Torre inherited in 96. So if you're going to use that example, it's terrible because I don't even want that. I want you to fork over the money. Let Cody Rhodes make the decision. Let... uh, um, let who not? I was going to say Terry Funk, but uh, I can't think of the other guys they have on the writing team. But let uh, Dustin Rhodes take it. Give it to a Runnels. Mm-hmm. Let somebody who knows how to run a business. Look, I think Triple H is great behind the scenes, but he's too corporate. He gets up on the mic and you he mm-hmm. reeks of corporate. You know, but you have was- to when you when your company is on the stock market that at the beginning of this year was hovering at, at ninety two dollars and for the past month and a half has been hovering at one hundred and four dollars. You have to be a corporate as fuck. And that's just the bottom line. Now, at this point, Tony Khan has to, you know, I mean, we're talking about you. T- you, you talked about going from, you know, a big arena to Samstown. That's no difference than going from the United Center and possibly saying we're going to be running Daily Center, you know. That, but like, then it's Wembley, and they and they're and they're gonna hang their hat yeah, on. Yeah, but er, everyone, everyone wants to give me this. But 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 Wembley, okay. But 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 two nights of WrestleMania, you know, you could put Wembley and 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 Toronto for Ben and Door together. You're still not getting night one of WrestleMania. You know, at this point, and everyone can. And I talked about this before. Bring up Wembley all you want, but until I see what that production looks like, I don't want to hear shit about Wembley. They'll have a you great pyrotechnic thing at the end. If where they're holding each other a, in the, a, of the ring. If it's just a, a, a walkway Smart and no pyro or anything like that. I mean, at least Roman when you guys saw when WWE came to, to Vegas for at the at the uh, uh, Raiders Stadium and they even, even Clash, do but mm-hmm. even at that in Clash of the Castles, Castle, they didn't do the big production. But you got some type of pyro. You had a walkway that's that's all LED and, and the surrounding area was all LED. I mean, look at Puerto Rico. Look how they did the, the, the backlash, you know, set up. I mean, that was pretty creative, and it was all LED screen. So it's like, AEW's got to come up with something like that. I don't even know if they can. I mean, we're hiring podcasters to be on the creative team. Like, (laughs) you guys could be hired next week. This could be the last Vegas bad boys. By next Sunday, you guys could be the... He ain't going to hire me. I just called him a bitch. He ain't going to hire my ass. Maybe after... Maybe after... You know, I got strung out, and I got a drug problem next week. Tony if, Khan, if, I am if, accepting all phone calls for the record. If he has to, no, honestly, if, if he has to drop from the United Center to Daly's, uh, Daly's place, which we're, you know, uh, as of his tapings, two days away from hearing this announcement, you know, he may hire you guys to, to, to be on his crew. 
I've this now is- got a bunch of guys from Las Vegas. They're going to do an amazing job. It's going to be the best oh, show Lord. we've ever seen. You're going to love it. I'm breaking all the doors. The back door is open too, guys. All the doors are open. Well, I, hold on, hold on, man. I don't mess with no other man's back door. So I mean, he he gonna have to chill out with that. One. Hey, let me let me just. I can't wait till we tweet Colin about Daly's you guys. Place for a reason, guys. Make sure your Twitter's uh, updated so he can tag you. Oh Lord, <laughs> tagging me, huh? Try to attack me. I ain't got no blue check mark on my Twitter. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Half of that, 90 ro- percent of that roster doesn't have a blue check mark, so that, that doesn't even matter. <laughs> Travis, th- uh, one last thing I just want to ask you, and then we'll, we'll end the show. For some reason, AEW fans believe that Cody somehow got fucked for Mania and still getting fucked with this new Universal title that uh, that they're about to do. Why I I keep I feel myself defending that there's a long process for Cody and it's not the idea of just giving him this belt as quick as they believe he should have it. Am I wrong with this? Why am I? Why should why should Cody automatically just be at, thrown to the top, which they're expecting him to be, especially Rob over here? You went to WrestleMania, right? Yep, I was there. Is there a lot of people there? Lots of people. Big stadium. Huge stadium. What's that little venue across the street? Which one? The form or? Yeah. Who runs there? (laughs) Who runs the form? Nobody. Which wrestling organization? Oh, oh, um, uh, what's AEW did a show there? Who who runs this football stadium? The football stadium. That's where the Rams are at. But which wrestling company? Oh, you talking about WWE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So who got fucked? I'm just, like, I'm just saying. I, like, I, I, can I, I, that. Think, I can answer. I think. That. I think. I think they used the form. Honestly, I think they used the form as Cody Rhodes' uh. I think they used the the form as Cody Rhodes' uh locker room, um, because of all, all the AEW stars that wanted to come hang out. But I mean, I don't know. I for for wrestling fans who, uh, and this goes for WWE fans also, um, but especially lately AEW fans. Uh, that want to bitch about the, the writing for WWE, I always, the first thing I ask them all is, is your resume updated? Because I can personally make sure it gets to the right person if you want to be on the creative team. But now that we're hiring podcasters to be the creative team on the uh, Turner Networks, maybe that, that's where your resume should go. Um, I don't hey, know. Travis, I mean, I, 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 I think I think when when Cody got hired, I think that's where we all saw the long-term plan. Everyone. I'm not. If one person says they didn't expect Cody to win at Mania, they're a fucking liar. Um, so I, I can see it. I, I'm at the standpoint of let's just sit back and see where they go with this. Uh, do I agree with the second title? I, I don't think. I don't think a second title is needed. I'm sure. You know, Good. whatever. Yep. But you know, two two K. Two K can have it, you know. Uh, they're going to sell a lot of, of these new belts first for uh, uh, the holiday season. I, I, if it just feels weird. Now, I will say this: if the second title is created, and if they keep doing the thing, of Roman keeps looking at it, and it's something where he's going to get it. Okay, tell me that story of the next, you know, year, year and a half. But then again, two years from now, where are we at with this second title? I, I don't think it's needed. We we saw the Raw, we saw the SmackDown titles. We we've, we've seen it before. It kind of feels like they're introducing a new Intercontinental title. Um, 
But when we look at the whole aspect of the WWE landscape of titles, everything's kind of baffling at this point, to be honest. You know, explain to me how the NXT Women's Champ had to vacate her title, but the NXT Women's Tag Champs didn't have to vacate their titles. Exactly. You know, there's a lot that I can break down about the titles. Is like I don't even like personally for me, bitch about the the New World Title all you want. I don't care. AJ and Seth are going to go out there and you know and and give us a show, but it's going to be a banger. But yeah. break it down to me about these titles. Like I said, I will skip what this argument of the world titles and take you straight to these NXT titles. And like I said, explain to me why Indy had to d vacate her title, but the women's tag champs did not have to vacate their titles. It like, no make it make sense. So right. uh, that, that's what I would, that's the, that's the argument I need to bring up, you know, yeah. first and foremost, than, yeah. in, than anything that, that Roman or Seth or AJ is going after. I well, mean, yes, we, like, if we want to be serious, I think it's a Saudi Arabia title, which Daryl, you obviously won't be watching while you're eating Wingstop next week. So we're going to explain yeah. this to you next Sunday. You will have to explain it, Rob. What what is what was your quick uh, your quick thoughts, man? Because uh, I know you're things. not going to double or nothing next Sunday. Two things: <laughs> that when Roman Reigns looks at the belt, but he doesn't cut a promo about it that he got screwed because he should be the one complaining more than Cody. Because you're telling me the story that he's got this thousand days coming up, but now he's not the champion of the whole company, the undisputed world heavyweight champion. He should be cutting a promo going Triple H or Nick Khan. You screwed me. Hey, wise man, go fix this. Okay. I have, why am I carrying two belts? And one of these belts doesn't mean anything. And two, <laughs> it's not that I cared about Cody winning. It's not okay. even that I cared about. They put it this baby face story. The wife, you had negative one over there and, and you know, whatever the hell you, you, you made it so syrupy. Yeah. Oh, he threw out solo Sokoa. All right. We got it. We know where this is going. Forget that. Roman Reigns is so bored being the champion that the story now is that he hates his own family. He doesn't even care about who he's wrestling. He's so bored. The Monday night after all was a joke after WrestleMania was horrible. It was the worst one ever. And he came out and he was so bored. He was just like, acknowledge me. <laughs> because he's bored. You, The storyline wasn't that Cody deserved it. The storyline is that Roman Reigns goes, who is left? There's nobody left. I beat them all. You did beat them all. So give it to Cody. Let him face all those people. Now it's fresh. And then if Roman Reigns wants to come out at SummerSlam and screw him, now I'm invested. You, I will not talk about AEW ever again if you gave me that story. I want a Wrath of... I'm a nerd. I'm a sci-fi nerd. I want a Wrath, Wrath of Khan story. Yep. I want him to come out and go, no, no, Cody, you're not getting away. Give me that story. Instead, what you gave me is um, Roman needs some time off, so here's another belt. That's the way, Remember the way Triple H framed it. He said we need a champion all the time who's going to be a fighting champion. So you just dissed Roman Reigns. You <laughs> took Roman Reigns and you took him onto a lower platform and you said obviously okay. my guy can't hang because he can't be a fighting champion. Now, whether or not you like him as a character or his ability on the mic, he has been a fighting champion. He yeah, has he's had more title defenses than than uh, other champions have in the past. When he took edge and stacked Brian Danielson on top of him, I went, this guy just won me. That was yeah. the 91 me over when he stacked one guy on top of the other. No interruptions, no freaking run ins. I went, wow. And he does the guillotine. That's I savage. The the, I love the guillotine. The, and he didn't have that in the repertoire. He added that later on. And the facial expressions in the ring. He's a slower wrestler than the rock. I'm fine with that. When he got, you know what I used to think for years? 
I used to think that he had some like abdominal problems from his cancer, and he I thought he had a colostomy bag, which is why he had on the vest all the time. Yeah, I'm not a, making a, a joke. Didn't he have a hernia? Because when he did the movie, when he did the uh, the uh, Fast and Furious movie, and he was wearing that Hawaiian outfit, it was up over his belly button. I thought they were trying to cover something up. When he came out the way he's been for the last three years, I went, okay, you won me back. You're winning me. Acknowledge me. You're winning me. Uh, Paul Heyman, you're winning me. Why did they screw him? They didn't screw Cody. They screwed Roman Reigns. You made him look weaker. You made okay. him look frail. And he doesn't want to be in there. He's bored. So now right. the storyline is he hates his family. Yeah. And so let me move right quick to Simon Street, let you get your final thoughts just on this topic. And then yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, yeah. man. Uh, the only thing I will say with regards to AEW, just in, in general, and because yeah. we were talking about the whole CM Punk situation, we really went off topic. But um, in all seriousness, though, man, uh, AEW is really going to have to figure some things out because there, and I said it earlier before you jumped on, Travis, AEW was a success in making a splash in a big pond where most people wouldn't give a shit. They cultivated a audience large enough to where you don't know where AEW fanboys and fangirls are going to come out of, man. You start talking shit about AEW, it just start teleporting like fucking, it, like, 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 remember the putties and shit from, from Power Rangers and shit? It just come out of nowhere. They ready. Try walking through the Try walking through the TSA with this on. You'll hear about AEW fanboys. Jesus Christ. But but I, say, but I say all of that because that's substantial. Do you see what I'm saying? And if Tony Khan can't find a way to put his pride to the side and to get the right professionals in there, dude, you you would have disserviced so many fans because you can I can have a conversation with somebody. And the rules be, don't tell me if you're a WWE fan or an AEW fan. Just tell me how much you love the product you're watching without saying any names. I can tell distinctively the difference between an AEW fan and a WWE fan. That's not a bad thing. Where, what are they going to watch? What are they going to watch? So I hope Tony figures it out. Because at the end of the day, dude, you, 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 you present yourself in this business as a fool or like i used to call you present yourself like a hoe for hire change to what you attracting because cm punk ain't gonna be the only contract that's three mil that you gotta eat looking like boo boo the fool i'll leave it at that okay no doubt sin city steve i'm gonna let you get your final last thoughts on this comment and then we're off to the end of the show brother what's your sake uh it, i i just i hate the tribalism um, you know, I, I've done all that I can, um, to on wrestling talk. It, it would be very, very easy for me just to come in and talk shit about the things that I don't like with WWE and put a magnifying glass on WWE and, you know, say detractive things. Uh, I don't do that. And I, I think that it comes down to all pro wrestling is good in the eye of the beholder. If you enjoy what you're seeing each week, then watch what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. If if you don't like something, yeah, if you want to talk shit, you can. But the fact is, we I think that when the water rises, all boats rise. When there are boom periods in this business, 
all promotions do well. All wrestlers gain extra money. They do better. Yeah. Um, I think that we are in a, uh, a really interesting time right now. There hasn't been a, a number two, a, a solid number two promotion uh, to WWE in 20 plus years. No, no offense to impact wrestling. Um, but the fact is, this is an exciting time right now. And for everybody just to focus on strictly the negative, that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. So it's, it's just watch what you enjoy and enjoy what you watch. If you don't enjoy it, then don't watch. Yeah. I got you. I well, feel look, like I need a group hug. <laughs> yeah, group hug. Um, all right, look, um, we're going to pretty much end the show. We're all going to give our final thoughts uh, for the day. Uh, the quick thing I just want to say, we did have a um, a passing of superstar Billy Graham that happened. Yeah. But just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, you know, anytime any of the uh, you know past superstars pass, we definitely want to uh, at least mention their name in, in remembrance and, uh, you know, thank them for all they've done for the business there. Uh, last thing I want to say, this is a big week. Not just the fact AEW is in town, but uh, there is a lot of – uh, indie wrestling shows that's going to be taking place out here in Vegas. Please support indie wrestling. Uh, all of it starts on Wednesday, and it's even a show leading up all the way up to like Sunday at noon before the main pay per view. Most of it's going to be at Future Stars of Wrestling Arena, but uh, GCW, of course, will have some shows out here as well. It's going to be really great and fun. Just come out and support. Uh, if you can't, I know that um, I think it's Fight Fight Plus. Yeah, Fight Plus is uh, where you can order a lot of those shows as well, and you can see it. So uh, definitely come by and support uh, indie wrestling out in the Vegas area. Those are my final thoughts for the week. Now I'm going to start off with you, Simon Street. What would you like to tell the folks out there? Uh, everybody who's going to be coming down to Vegas for all of the greatness that is wrestling, uh, please be safe to and from wherever you're going, and, uh, you know, just keep it 100 out there. It's going to be a little hot, so keep it cool. Yeah. And for Tony, hey, man, some lasting words, man. It's really all love when it comes from Simon Street. But I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Got a quote for you. You can educate a fool, but you cannot make him think. Ah, there we go. Tony, pay attention. Sin City Steve, what you want to tell folks? Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, also, very special shout out to all the brave men and women serving this country, uh, whether you're doing it on lands, foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. Um, and last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Promo code Vegas at checkout. Save yourself 15%. And uh, yeah, TK. I am always accepting phone calls. Uh, Travis, <laughs> can I email you my resume, sir? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go right quick to uh, to Rob. Uh, what would you want to – thanks for joining us on our show, man. Been, I, I want to yeah. say thank you for having me. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah, I, I'm Vegas Comedian. You can find me on social media at Boss Comedy, B-O-C-E Comedy. Um, I perform at all the – you know, some of the spots uh, that you'll see out there. Um uh, you know, up and down the valley. Yeah. Uh, I really am looking forward to uh, Double or Nothing. Can't wait for that. 
and I think it's going to be a good show. That's that's my overall take on all of this. These shows are really exciting. These matches individually are really exciting because it's really good uh, wrestlers in AEW that know what they're doing. They're just they're just being led into a dark tunnel, <laughs> and WWE is like, you're going to watch no matter what. So here's Oscar with another blood capsule. <laughs> this week it's blue. Huh? Huh? Extra spicy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next week it's sriracha. Yeah. <laughs> I made him sound like Vince shit. McMahon, but he kind of he's sounding more like Vince McMahon. You know. <laughs> you know why is he bald? I don't know. Um, you know, uh, but it's. Uh, I want them to do well. I want AEW to succeed, so WWE is forced to write better programming. Because WWE is doing this belt split because they think AEW is dying. So they're preemptively going, we're back to Raw versus SmackDown. Nobody else exists because they've already preemptively decided that they have no competition. Wow. So, Okay. Uh, Travis, final thoughts? Um, Steve, just say your save a resume. I'm sure you guys are going to get hired by next week. So it'll be good to have uh, a few people not named Thunder Rosa who are working for the company that I can get comps from. Um, as far as everything else, uh, yeah, I just totally drew a blank here. Um, I, I, uh, is Oscar's stuff blue now? Because she's on SmackDown, right? Yeah, blue. Yeah, it's blue. Is that why it's blue? Okay, because it was red <laughs> on Raw. Um, no, no, I mean, legit. Like it's it was red on Raw, so they you know small things because we can sell the blue capsules for the holidays. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, honestly, numbers, ticket sales, whatever they are, what they are. But AEW, I I, I don't really watch it. But I always hear that they, they deliver for their pay-per-views, so I'm sure they will. Um, it's kind of like the WWE smaller shows. Those smaller shows always deliver. You know, it may set, look weird going in, but then they always deliver. I'm sure AEW is going to be the, the biggest indie show in Vegas next week, and they're going to have fun. Um, so if you guys are going Wednesday or Sunday or if you honestly need comps, uh, you know, I may know a few people. But um, – until this year um but uh yeah just have fun in vegas next week and oh for those who keep track yes i am uh, on the road again i'm in hershey pennsylvania uh everything is closed and there's no internet in the uh, hotel that's why i was late but yes uh that's where i am today in the rental car so wow. there you go man we well, gotta plug my instagram because i totally forget what it is so yeah your instagram is at 1220 Raven. Yeah, that's it. There we go. I make sure I didn't want to give out my uh, ATM pin number or anything like that. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, God. It's been fun, man. Thanks, Travis, as well, taking it out, man. We will see you guys next week. We'll talk about everything that happened. And uh, until then, take care. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.